This episode was recorded in front of a live Instagram audience. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sugar Baby Banter. We are your hosts, Amanda and Nadia. And we're here to bring you conversations we have with our girlfriends, but never with our mamas. Well, you've got questions, and of course, every week we've got answers. Need someone to vent to? <laughs> we're your girls. Listen, we're here to serve you. Let us be your customer service reps. Just sit back, grab a snack, grab your friends, and spice up your life with the sugar babies. Let me tell you about this girl. Maybe I should. I met her in Philly, and her name was Branch. See, we've been making love constantly. That's why my eyes are a shade. Bloodbird. The way that we kiss isn't like any other way that I be kissing when I'm kissing what I'm missing. Won't you listen? Brown sugar, babe. I can't deny of your love. I don't know how to feel. I'm a brown sugar. I want something. I'm a brown sugar. I want something. I'm a brown Welcome Ooh, to this I week's see. episode yes. of Sugar Baby Banter. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in once again to the Sugar Baby Banter podcast. Yeah. We're happy to bring you guys along in this journey of live streams because we can't meet up. <laughs> Tears. It's sad. But we're happy that you guys are joining us and are staying consistent in joining us for mm-hmm. another podcast. What is this? Number four. Fourteen? Well, four oh. for this season. I think it's for this season is six. Because we're counting all the way from well, January. lives. We've had oh, lives, lives. Four. Four. Four lives. Four lives. Two recorded. Yeah. So, yes. Amazing. We've been, it, it's been, it's been getting dead. Yes. Anyway, so, if you haven't already seen our post, or post, our episode of the day is... Keeping the faith! <laughs> While in your 20s. Yes. Very sure. You want to talk about how yeah. we came to this conversation, Nadia? Because we started with your yeah. story. I believe it was the idea that when you live your, like when you go day by day, right? You kind of, if you're a person who has a lot going on in their day, you're just going to, you know, keep chugging along, keep chugging along. And so I've realized that when you're doing this, it's like sometimes you're so tunnel visioned into your goal that you don't realize what's happening around you. And I work at a retail store. I work at Target. So there's all works of life, walks of life who decide that they too need to slash want to work at Target. And so I have this one guy, like it, it, he, he's he got a lot going on, okay? I'm not even going to uh, relate all the details, but he's got a lot going on. And so for some odd reason, um, he confides in me in a lot of different things. and. While sometimes it does make me uncomfortable, 
it like gives me that moment to like take myself out of that one way like street that I'm on just trying to clock in get my work done and go home and realize that life while my life turns so does the life of others and so as humans you're meant to interact with one another you're meant to have conversations you're meant to express different things and so with him it's like he just has a lot a whole whole life story that I could never imagine like a whole lot of triumphs a whole lot of sad upsetting situations and so by him confiding in me it it makes me feel like you know I'm not I guess just a figure mm -hmm. in this thing we call the world yeah and that there are situations that I most likely will never have to deal with but other people do and so mm -hmm. It made me realize that a lot of as to why I don't have, I've never had to deal with those types of situations is the concept of me being sheltered, but also in the concept of how I test my faith and how I keep chugging along. Mm -hmm. And so that's what basically kind of drove us in a sense to start discussing um, us a sane mind and what help oh my iPad turned back on and what helps us keep going along because there's so many things that we could be exposed to and there's so much that life a journey that life could take us on but we're gonna have to realize that we're young our life continues after these triumphs after these standstills and that we've got to keep yeah. chugging so that's the, um, yeah and after um the little without exposing the man. Yeah. <laughs> After Nadia told me about the story, it made me think about this other conversation I had with my friend and he was like going through it. And he is, I think he's still going through it. And I try to like tell them like, you just have to remember that you weren't like born to struggle. That's not mm. in your life plan. Like you're not like only exactly. gonna struggle, but and the sooner that you accept the fact that you're gonna have low times, down times, the I think the easier it is to like go through life because then you realize, oh, just because I'm going through a bad time now does not mean I'm gonna go through it for the rest of my life. It's just exactly. something that you have to get through. And it's not, you try, try your hardest not to stay in it because mm -hmm. it's something you have to go through. It's going through it. You're not staying in there. So it's something you have to like always remember that there's always gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel. And I thought that it would be interesting for us to talk about what do we do to like keep the faith? Like how do we keep going? Do we surround ourselves with what do we um, always think of? Um, how do we like, what do we put our faith in? Cause I, I remember I was talking to Nadia like, I honestly don't know how other people do it because I am a, a huge believer of God. Like I had a, like a whole encounter with God when in my lowest, lowest times, especially last year um, or actually two years ago. Wow, time flies. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, it's been two years. <laughs> it's been two wild. Years. So like, I have no idea how other people go through it because I'm a big believer that like Jesus has taken the wheel. Like it's not on me and so like i it kind of has lifted the pressure of me like thinking that i'm the one to control everything that happens to me when really you can't like you're just one person so um yeah we want to talk about that and just like what you do when everything around you seems so bad um what joy can you find and how to like just keep pushing and what like makes you like keep going and not stay in that bad place you know and I feel like sometimes, like, 
you have to think of what exactly is it that's happening in your life and what are those things that you don't like attributed to mm-hmm. and so I realized that a lot of things with me that I would say is like bad or dramatic or like some sort of turmoil mm-hmm. I would define as me just not having that control that I want and I'm one of those people where like I'm a like I'm a planner I really like to kind of see like oh well if I do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, then I'm gonna get to this goal but if I skip A and C it's gonna take me twice as long to figure out how to get to the end yeah and I realized that sometimes you're skipping three letters in between and that's just because the way that things are supposed to be outlined, you're supposed to be able to learn from them and not so much just breeze through it. And that has just been like a constant thing with me. It's just, you know, being able to, of course, have a plan. Go with with the plan, you know? Sometimes (laughs) jump into things and it work out and then you try to do it again and it's just like, oh yeah, no. But that was with a plan, it's like you can kind of choose when how when you're gonna delay something, when you're gonna start something earlier than expected, when you're gonna cut something out. Yeah. But once you do that, I feel like it's easier. And then from there, you kind of go with it, and you just kind of roll with all the punches that go, you know, that come your way. And so that's kind of what I've been trying to do, is to really not sit and dwell on too much that I can't control. Yeah, and I. It's very funny that we're talking about this during Corona times because I'm also like you, like I plan, like I, I planned every inch mm-hmm. of my life like so far, and Is then that Virgo um, this happened. happened. That Virgo God was like, "Oh, you're a little sensitive." Even you're a little sensitive. I'm like trying to like <laughs> hear what you're saying, but I was like saying like um, it just it's very funny because it this is the perfect time to practice that whole mm-hmm. notion of how you just have to roll the punches even though you might plan everything right. life does not mm-hmm. always go the way that you want it to go and that's okay yeah. and you have to be okay with that and try mm-hmm. to find peace in that because if you try to upset something like oh it's not going the way I thought I was it was I was hoping that would go um Just, even though it's, you might it's really like um it plays with your heart and it plays with your mind it's not like healthy and I wanted to ask you, Nadia, like, how do you maintain your peace, like, during, like, times that you can't control? <laughs> do you maintain your peace? So, <laughs> now it's like, I'm a constant, so right now I'm constantly learning. And um, I feel like a lot I do is just, like, try to organize myself the best that I can. So... My mom's always told me, don't worry about the things that you can't control, but make sure that you're like up to par with yourself. So right now my room is filthy, like terrible, laundry everywhere. But that's just when I know, hey, we need to buckle down and get this room clean. And I like to be able to just kind of see everything that I'm working with. If I'm able to just grab what I need and go, like that's my, that's, the best thing for me is to always just have things organized because having things like you know knowing what you're going to eat next knowing what you have to do next not having anything to do because you did it prior you know earlier in the week or you know having a set like just having weekend plans like stuff like that like not just waking up Saturday being like hmm I don't have work tonight what am I gonna do sometimes it's fun to like 
like while it's fun to lounge around it's also fun to like have things to do mm-hmm. because I'm a schedule type of person like I get up almost the same time every single day like and I do the same things every single day yeah so it's programmed for me but also you know sometimes when you're burnt out make sure that you have that alone time like I like to burn candles so I have 17,000 2,500 600 candles it's not lying and (laughs) I love to go pick up a new candle and just burn it just like stuff like that like really small cheap things like yeah but that's that's just the gist so if you ever want to buy me a gift (laughs) it's gonna be a candle yeah I definitely feel like um, since I've been like working my butt off since I guess I don't know since I started school until I finished school I feel like this time has allowed me to like kind of rest and just Mm -hmm. recharge for like the big push of like Mm -hmm. being out there in the workforce and workplace Mm -hmm. and like you know doing what I want to do in the world so I'm taking this Mm -hmm. time to like really like just do the stuff that like really I enjoy like I started up DJing. It's actually been fun. I, you know, maybe you'll see a mix one or two, you know, around here. Um, I've like started reading again because I used to love reading. Was like when I was a kid, but then school mm-hmm. took over. I'm like right, right. I'm journaling. I'm like making stuff like like cooking. I wasn't a, much of a cook person. Cook, cooker, cook. <laughs> yeah, <Chef>. a chef. <laughs> Wow, that really escaped me. Um, uh, yeah, so like just stuff like that is really, um, <laughs> yeah, Amanda with the choose. Uh, yeah, it's just really fun for me to like just start things that have like mm-hmm. are exciting me. And also like I'm doing like a, because I was planning to do a fellowship, I was planning to apply for it mm-hmm. and like, you know, get it. But they decided to do a summer series of like doing speakers and um, stuff like that. So instead I'm learning from that which has been really super, super helpful of like really honing down on what I really want to do when I actually do start working in the industry. Mm-hmm. So like that's really been fun and just um, just doing stuff that you want to do. Like you just, this is honestly the best time because time is money. I read this on LinkedIn. Somebody posted that I went to school with. Time is, time money. is money. Right now we are wealthy with it. So yeah. Doing that. I don't know. I find like just, I'm a weirdo. Like I... I can't relax. It's bad. Like when I went on vacation for my 22nd birthday, I was sitting around. I'm like, what do I do? What are we doing? <laughs> we, we spent two days drinking it around the pool. Can we? Can we see what other pools are around? Can we? Can we look at a map? That's um, yeah. Where can we go? Oh, some days, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to check my email. Mm. I was checking my CNN email. I was staying up there. I was like, coronavirus. That was before I really was like, oh, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. No, we weren't okay. Next week, we was done. But like, I can't, it's so hard to sit there and do nothing. Like, if I'm not working, then I'm sleeping. Like, that's just how I am. If I'm not working, I'm cleaning or I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I can't. I, Netflix bores me. I try buying Disney Plus, ESPN subscriptions. Like all of that stuff is boring. Like I, I'm gonna work myself to the bone at some point. But like that type of stuff, like it excites me. Like, how do you fight with like, burnout? Huh? How do you fight with burnout? Like how do you, like what's your remedy for burnout? I think because my mom is this. 
the same exact way. <laughs> like, I think it's genetic. I don't think, I think Maybe. as I've gotten older, like, I don't get burnt, burnt, burnt out. Like, if I'm stressed out and I'm having situations where it's, like, a lot of me thinking, a lot of me processing a lot of things that are out of my control, then I'm going to get burnt out, like, mentally. Like, I'm going to be really, really sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, like, break down and cry and all that stuff. But when my but life is kind of, like, going how I want it, and I'm... Crying is good, Yeah, but... Sometimes when you're crying, it doesn't it doesn't make you feel better, and, and that's the that's the sad part about it. Like sometimes you can cry something out, and you finish crying, and you wake up, and you're like, "Oh, this stuff is still going on, isn't it?" Cry some more. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. not done yet. <laughs> I guess I guess you're not done, but I don't know. For me, I'm not the type. I don't like. I just started not to like it, like not like to cry. I rather kind of just like get up and like try to work through it, like just keep moving, which is not the best. Okay, I'm glad it's you know not that. The best, but but it's something that just keeps me keeping my mind busy is always something that yeah. I like to do. But busy work doesn't always have to be tiring. It could be something that's gonna benefit you. So just choose how you want to work. Don't, you know, don't be sitting there um, dwelling. Don't sit there and think of all the possible things that you could have done. But think of the things that you can do once you feel a lot better about yourself or a lot better about your situation. That's how I always, what I try to look at it. Yeah. Also, like, we want to talk about, like, um, going back to the story that you had about your friend, your coworker at Target. And you how, can't like, be friends. It's supposed to be too much. <laughs> That's why I said co-worker. I switched that real quick. We are team <laughs> members. Team members. That's better. Um, how, like, when people are drawn to your energy, because there's some people that mm-hmm. have found peace, and they, you know, you just, you know, have you met somebody, you just be like, wow, they're just, you know, chill. They're just, you know, they got it. Mm-hmm. They're cool. And people are drawn to that energy. Yeah, I, I feel like we both yeah. have that thing. That thing, like we have, like yeah, people just like come in. I have no clue what it is, but yes, that was something that Amanda and I definitely discussed um, earlier this week. Is the idea that a lot of people, for some odd reason, a lot of people are going through a lot of different stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. are always constantly drawn to different types of energy and it's like I think it's primarily the energy that is so different than theirs um no matter who the person is and I don't know if I really developed that energy with anybody before other than you know as if you go to them but yeah but like that's I don't know it's like a lot of times I've realized and I've talked to my mom about this she's like you exude this type of energy that attracts people to you mostly people who have issues and I'm like great we we love to see it but it's mostly it's not primarily because they want to ruin your life or they want to drag you into some you know some mess it's primarily because you exuded energy that they either would like for themselves or a energy that is understanding and that is accepting and that is helpful and at Target 
they be finding me. I don't know what it is. Everybody, they're like, hey, Miss Naughty. First of all, don't call me Miss Naughty, please. <laughs> You're only 22. <laughs> right. At work, people are like, hi, Miss Nadia. Want to have 25 minute discussions with me? It, it just be something. And you know, you don't want that to be emotional baggage to you. Mm -hmm. But if you're a person like me, who is hyper empathetic, it's like, it could, it could take you down yeah. a rabbit hole that you've been through before. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's a little scary. That's a great question, like, yeah. Cindy. Yeah, like the, people should ask for consent before they just unload on you. Because mm -hmm. emotional baggage is so real, especially like right. I feel like we both have the energy of like we're just so empathetic and we try to help want to like fix their problems even though it has nothing to do with us or like we just feel bad and we care. And so we want to like do something about it even though we might not be able to. And so before you go to anybody, you know, check their mental health and like, oh, I'm about to unleash something on you. Can you, are you able to take it? Um, and yeah, just be compassionate and like thoughtful about before you rant or before you um, unload on somebody because you never know what they're going through. Because even though we may be, you know, people that, people that um, attract other people, we have things that we're going through and it's just mm -hmm. as valid as your stuff. So, yeah. And I realized that in the six, the place that was Oh my in God. In a world, <laughs> in a world that where people are constantly on different levels of I, I don't know if you guys will understand what I say when I mean different levels of life all of that is like a newly found idea to ask someone hey I really have something that I want to express to you about my current situation yeah are you willing or are you in the right space to hear me out to try to see you know, to be a listening ear. People don't do that. They don't care. People, they, it's not like they don't care. It's just that some people see that one thing, that that listening, that ability to listen and that ability to be compassionate in, you, in a person that they've never experienced before. And so it's like having, let's see, it's like a kid who's never been outside of their city going to a random um going outside the country for the first time mm -hmm. it's like you want to touch everything you want to see everything yeah. you want to talk to everybody but you don't realize that there's cultural norms that you have to practice mm -hmm. it's just like that they're like they're so excited to talk to someone who seems like they care mm -hmm. enough to listen better yet talk with them talk mm -hmm. them out of something that they're they're not gonna listen to all that like you saying you know actually I think that while this is great, I'm not in the mental space to help you with this. They're just yeah. like, oh, really? Dang. Like, <laughs> I learned about that, that some people legit just want you to listen. Like, in my head, I'm like trying to figure out how to fix their problem, but really, they just want your ear. Exactly. They don't want any, like, any solutions or anything like that. They just want yeah. you to listen. And that's um, something I'm struggling with to really understand <laughs> and accept. Be like, okay, but do you not realize that you did ABC? in EFG you didn't realize that this was gonna happen in the end all right so this is what you're gonna do okay stretch all that that you were thinking about and try this and they're like uh, they didn't even come no, with you for that you know <laughs> and then you're flustered because you're like well what was your point <laughs> what? I didn't conjure up this grand plan this grand master plan to get you out of this situation 
and you don't even want to take it. Yeah. And now you got now you're hurt. You got your feelings hurt. Like right. I just took this time to like solve your life, and you don't want to take it. What? So that's just like a way to protect your energy. Just like don't be, don't try to come into the situation thinking that you know everything and you are able to fix it, and you know everything's gonna change after your conversation with them. It probably might not. So yeah, just try to keep that in mind. But also realize that you're while you can be empathetic, and you can be kind, and you can be understanding. Those are great qualities to have as a person, and the world needs more people like that. Yeah. Be sure that, you know, you don't have to leave them hanging. You could always say, hey, you know, you could listen to them out and you could give your advice. But if they don't want to take it, just be like, hey, listen, I might not be the right person for this. Yeah. While I do want to help you and while I do feel for you, I want you to seek out this or seek out this person. Yeah. Because I feel like they'll greatly appreciate your honesty without you seeming like, you know, a butt. But you're like, well, that's not my problem. Oh, so. Right. You know, like that's not how they obviously confided in you for a reason. Yeah. And while you might not have been in the right place to take it, it's still their lives that they're go they're going through something. Valid. It's still their it's their lives, their situation is very valid. So be, you know, a amazing human being okay and just give them the next step that they need yeah like i've done the same exact thing this guy was he's still he's still at it okay mm -hmm. still at the same shenanigans right yeah. but every day it's hey how you doing you have a little chit chat <laughs> chit chat and we go about our day. Real and quick. If there's something that I think, chit chat. And if there's anything that I think that I've come across that could potentially help him, I'm gonna send it his way and be like, hey, check this out. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Have you heard of this? Take 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes. And it makes you feel amazing because you're able to, while you're not living their life with them, you can check in every once in a while when you have, you know, the mental space to do so or the time the free time to do so yeah. to you know pass some wisdom pass some prayer pass anything good their way mm -hmm. while also keeping a distance yeah Six and, like, <laughs> and like the whole like idea of like trying to help people but still protecting your own energy we gotta talk you know as black women we have to talk about how in this whole pandemic of racism mm -hmm. um there's gonna be time that people come to you and it's like, yo, is this some um, racist? Is this, you know, is there something problematic about this? Is this, you know, there's something wrong with this? And you have to realize that like, not everybody has experience as you and you have to, it's sad, but you have to be compassionate. It's hard, but you have to be compassionate and like still try to guide them in the right direction, but you don't always have to be the person to teach them, you know? No, none of us are sociology professors. Mm -hmm. None of us are historians. None of us are sociologists, anthropologists. And then I think none of the above. None of the above. But you have a lived experience. Yeah. And you, as a person, can adequately express to them how you feel through your lived experience. Mm -hmm. So I feel like everybody is um, responsible in a sense to 
speak up when they hear things that are wrong, that are insensitive, that are just disgusting. You have the right and you should speak and correct someone. Now, whether or not they decide to change their ways, it would be unfortunate if they don't. But lots of people do appreciate it when you correct them. Mm -hmm. And when you correct them and are able to then explain to them why. Because lots of people are like children. Yeah. You got to explain why. Because they're not going to understand. Yeah. The most educated people are the dumbest people. They don't understand. If it's not written in a book, they're not going to understand. So you just have to sit there and, you know, carve out five minutes. And after five minutes, you realize it's going nowhere. On to the next one. And it's also helpful to also like you know take the pressure off you for them to do the mental work mm -hmm. so you ask questions that make them think about their you know situation or their um, viewpoint mm -hmm. so like okay so you thought this and this and this why is that if it were your mm -hmm. child why would you do that but you know stuff like right. that that make them think about like why am i coming into the situation with my perspective mm -hmm. so that you don't have mm -hmm. to like do the work for them because that's taxing to do the mental mm -hmm. work for them because you're just do it every like, right. every single person that you might meet you'll have to do the same thing and that's that that's not sustainable and so mm -hmm. yeah just finding ways to make put the work on them but guiding them in the right direction exactly and that's exactly what you have to do because right now and it happens every year there's a time where people are people who live under rocks or some people who are just living in communities where they are the majority and it's very unlikely for them to run into the minority that they're like i need to educate myself <laughs> i need to and they're looking to you to educate them and you're like we tried this two years ago Suze. we tried this two years yeah. ago what happened <laughs> you didn't follow up with the homework what do you what are you doing yeah Right, like it, it happens all the time, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And it's something that is gonna happen in the workplace. It's gonna happen at church. It's gonna happen at school. It's going to happen anywhere where you're gonna have to correct somebody. And they might, you know, be the smartest of smart, but the dumbest of dumb when it comes to how you treat people yeah. and how you speak to people and how you accept people. So, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say that because right now at my job, it's rough. Bruh, I didn't create a whole climate survey. You know how we had to uh, complete those AU like um, student climate campus surveys. Yeah. I made one for the daggone job. Targets. For the whole store, I said, you know what? Because I came in one day and on the board on the on the back of the door. Was I signed up for um, diversity and inclusion lessons? I said, lessons? Lessons? How are you going to educate Black people on how to be diverse and include those who are minorities of the minority when we are the minority? Yes, we are the majority at this store, but we are the minority outside. We are the minority when we're shopping in this store. Okay. And you tried to do that as well, remember? <laughs> I was like, well, it's funny. But they're like, oh, and you black people make up 30%. I said, huh? 30% of what? Where? The minority? Where? Within the minority? 
it. Where? It was, it was so crazy. Right. <laughs> I said, do we make up 30% of the minority group? Because we're not 30% of the school. That's crazy that they said that. And you that. know how they like to have that big old graphic. African American slash black diaspora, Hispanic, uh, Alaskan, Native American, Indian, Asian, international. Like. Okay. <laughs> nice try. Like, but, but I got that idea from uh, what we feel at AU because I was like, do you even know if this is what people want to discuss? Yeah. Do you even know whether or not this is the proper wording that you're using? Because when you put diversity and inclusion lessons on the board, it made me think that you're trying to tell me how I'm supposed to treat myself and people like me. You After all these years. Like, <laughs> you can't tell me how to do any of that. And that's what you're getting. You're going to get that backlash from your employees. Mm -hmm. Because that's not what they hear. Even though you're saying, oh, well, I talked to about 15 people and they feel like um, diversity and inclusion needs to be discussion. Yes, they need a discussion with you and them, not with any, not among each other. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? And so I was like, no, 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 no. And the only people who signed up were people who were, you know, team leaders. I'm like, all of your team leaders are white. Makes sense. They're white. Why don't you coordinate? Because if you're going to share it with all the team members, so you need to coordinate something that is going to involve a discussion that everybody mm -hmm. wants to be involved in. So I was like, why don't you see what these people actually want? Don't go from, and I, after talking to my, you know, my team lead, it was centered around her and her issues. And I was like, they can call you a racist. You think that all of us need diversity and inclusion class? I said, what's the last time you did a diversity and inclusion summit, a conference, a discussion? She was like, about 20 years ago. And I 20 said, what years did that look ago? Like? I said, what did that look like? She was like, well, we spoke about how to be more inclusive and things like that. I said, who was there? She was like, now you're getting to the point. I said, now I'm getting to the point because you're saying that you did this 20 years ago. But who led this discussion? Were you around a whole bunch of other white people or were you in a multicultural setting? Let's talk about it. <laughs> because you're not going to tell these people that they should sign up for diversity and inclusion lessons. You're not. Crazy. You're not going to. It's quite insane. We were all freaking black. Yeah. And that's what's taxing. No. The fact that like it's a constant amnesia. It's the constant amnesia that's really like, I can't, I don't have time with that. I don't have time for y'all to constantly forget about this thing when it is with me every single day of my life. And then you have the audacity to come to me and say, oh, we need to learn about this. I think it's time we did a group discussion about all this. I'm like, awesome lessons. Lessons. Okay. I was like, you know what? You know what? Scratch it. Okay. Scratch it. I'm sorry that they called you a racist and it hurt your feelings. I, I'm it's really like but, people don't realize that pe white people think that to be racist I have to be mean I wasn't mean to you but no you can be nice and you can be racist it and is I told her I was like you have to watch the way that you talk to people you cannot talk at a person we are all grown adults you cannot talk at a person if you are a leader you have to drop down drop your whole title and work as 
a co-worker. Yeah. In many occasions, you cannot just sit on your high horse and be like, hey, I know you just clocked in, but can you go do this? Hey, how are you? How's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the whole, that, it's called interpersonal skills. Yeah. And lots of people like that. And so, when you are disrespectful to people, and you're not, you know, as welcoming as you should be to people, and the majority of those people are of the same ethnicity, of course, it's going to make you seem very, very racist. Yeah. But even then... That's just how it's going to be. So you yeah. need to work on that. And I told her, I said, you need to work on that first before you think that there needs to be any sort of diversity and inclusion lessons. You need people lessons. Yeah. Treating people as human beings first. Forget, for, for once, put, put the diversity on the side, Bernard. Human beings. It's simple. simple. And then from there you decide whether or not you need to go into the race part. Because us as black people, if people disrespecting me, and you of the mentally challenged, you got an issue with me because I'm brown. Mm -hmm. And you're assuming that because I'm brown that I should be talked to as such. And that's just how that's going to be. So... Wait, but they uh, like they, how okay so you're like, people that don't really care about you they don't really know you so how do you go back home and then have that quiet time to yourself because I'm actually like practicing to like meditate sit in silence oh mm -hmm. can you hear me <laughs> right I can hear you you were buffering for a second was I buffering was I buffering because you were buffering Wait, can you yeah. hear me? I can now, but I don't know if it's the right Wait, time. Wait, you were in mid-sentence. I it was chopping up. listen to me. I'm listening to you. I, I just hear. can't hear you. You're choppy. Okay. You're also choppy. I don't know if like the connection is really no, bad. Like it's but... breaking up. Uh, all right. Um, keep talking. And hopefully it'll catch up to you. Yeah, so I want to like segue into like how do you um, have time for yourself after like going through all that and you're like dealing with all these people that that don't care or like they're not willing to take the time to treat you right and stuff like that. So how do you find peace and quiet? Because I know you said that you, you either work or you sleep. Have you had time to like center yourself and like remind yourself like what's really important when you're going through all the bs yeah i start to realize that target's not my full-time career in that there's going to be times where i'm going to be tested there but it's not going to matter because in the end i'm here for this degree i'm here for the funds yeah to build myself as a person like right now i'm focused on like paying off my credit cards and really mm -hmm. building my savings like boosting my credit score 
That way, when I graduate, I won't have a problem finding a place to live or getting a car or anything like that. And so I realized that that's what a lot of people are doing is really when they're working these jobs, you really have to tune out a lot of what's going on, whether it be Corona, whether it be um, racist guests, because I've dealt with those two, whether it be, you know, administration really not understanding what's happening in the world and how that pertains to you and how that impacts you at work. You just really have to go home and you have to um, treat yourself as if you're the most important person. Yeah. When you work retail, they really, they expect you to just go above and beyond for the guests. No, when you get home, when you clock out, the most important guest is you. Yeah. It, okay. That's all. And you eat what you want to eat and you get yourself together to go to sleep and you talk to whoever you want to talk to that makes you feel good, you yeah. know? And you watch whatever you want to watch. Like you look forward to the things in life that make you the best you that you can be and I feel like that's the most important when it comes to working retail when it comes to having to deal with anybody Mm -hmm. at work at school is in the end this is you that is in the center of this this is your life that you're living and that's really all that matters yeah (laughs) she said period no tap on (laughs) <laughs> and also like going I've to never that heard of that one before <laughs> also like that what will help is like try not to play the numbers game with yourself yes you're working this job exactly. right now oh I'm 20 something I should be doing this and this try like no like you you have so much ahead of you two years is nothing in the grand scheme of right. things if you no, know that you're here. working towards what you want to work towards or if this is going to help you step up to the next level that you want to go to it's all beneficial it's about the journey right. it's not so much about the destination so just try to like learn as much as you can from what you are in right now be the best version that you can be in what you are right now um self-care is always important you know do that bubble bath have that pasta um read that book you know just do the as Nadia said do the stuff that you are the number one person when you get home um right yeah make that playlist make that playlist. make that playlist please make that playlist because I've had tons of albums tons of songs that I listen to constantly when I'm in a funk like when I feel really confused when I feel very agitated with my situation or with myself mm-hmm. that brings me back and it makes me reflect like the whole miseducation of Lauren Hill yo I was really sleeping on that album but then after you know you have to go through some hurt to really (laughs) right feel that album (laughs) right I love it like that has been an album that was passed from my mother to me like I have so much connection to that album like as a kid just singing in the car my mom would be blasting that album I wouldn't even know what was happening but she'd be blasting that album and growing up it's like you remember the lyrics and you don't understand first, what yeah. she's saying or anything you just say oh I know this song <laughs> but when you get older and you're sitting there and you're really like yes. you're listening wow damn what is nothing love? even matters damn. in the scheme of things mm-hmm. like like that whole thing that whole album resonated with me and i knew for certain while there are so many different situations that she speaks on that i'm not dealing with at the moment i'm bound to deal with something similar or you know 
something in that range at some point in my life but the things that resonate with me now like that stuff sticks with me and I went through a whole summer where her album was just on repeat for me that whole summer 2018 her album was on repeat for me yeah and it stuck with me during my lowest in the fall stuck with me during my lowest in the spring and the summer and it sticks with me now just remember how like, far I you came. On vinyl. I got to go see my queen in March and I cried. Like my mom really didn't understand how much like Lauren Hill meant to me. And that that album is just it. So sometimes you can find those things, those small little things. And when I'm in 10 years from now, five years from now, when I have my kids, I'm gonna play that album. Yeah. Like, and it's going to be something, music is so powerful in that sense where you can take it at all parts of your life, one song. And it saved my life. So much. It means so much to you. And you will yeah. just and that's like to relive that journey, that one song. <sighs> What's wrong? And yeah, I just, that's just like some of the healthy habits that you can start. Any healthy habits that you like try to start now? Like, cause if you start now, it's gonna be a lot easier to do it, you know, 10 years mm -hmm. from now, 20 years from now. I really started to like, um, wake up with just gratitude. Cause that can go a long way. Mm -hmm. Just waking up and like say, thank you God that I'm alive. I woke up, I'm healthy. I'm able to, you know, mm -hmm. wake up, walk, talk and all that right. stuff. Because just starting that right. intention every morning, that could really just change your whole mindset mm -hmm. of how you move through the whole day and through the week and through the month. And then to next, you know, you a whole year passed by and you're like, wow, this is actually a really great mm -hmm. year that I had. Just stuff like that. And like what you eat, yes, you know, have that mm -hmm. ice cream. Don't be so hard on yourself. Have that ice cream, have that, you know, chip. Look down the line. So creating those healthy habits that can um change literally change your mood <laughs> right or sometimes it's as simple as cooking your food like yeah. a lot of people will actually like you'll buy out and you're like Ugh, i spent money uh i gotta wait for delivery uh like i'm gonna feel gross afterwards but sometimes like i and i keep telling like people this like when you really start learning how to cook while it is tasking like it's time consuming it's really it's going to make you feel good yeah. it's going to make you feel like you're controlling something that's going to benefit you you know that you at the end of like it's going to provide you with so much and i'm sorry i seek a lot of you know happiness in that or seeing my plants. I'm a plant mom. And so now I'm growing time and my time is almost ready for me to use. Like you're like funny people say, oh, I'm on auntie behavior right now, okay, with my plants. But like stuff like that. Lots of people nowadays are, you know, starting their own little home gardens. Because guys, the connection is really because it's today. like you can't have a dog you don't want to have a baby so you decide to grow a plant because it's something starting you're nurturing from start to finish and you might be able to use it so you can't use a kid well they you gotta gotta take care of it and you gotta take care of it. <laughs> like, yeah. but with a plant you can eat it 
Wait. We wiped them back with plants because we went from plants to babies. <laughs> oh, oh, I was saying that I'm a plant mom. Mm, okay. So when it comes to good habits, I like habits that I can um, seek something at the end. Like that'll help me, they'll benefit me in the end. They yeah. Will, that's, that's great. And so with plants, it's like I have my time plant. And while I've been nurturing this plant for months now, he's finally ready for me to get ready to harvest him. Like I can use him when I cook. Mm. Like that's amazing. And with plants, while people call me an auntie, it's like you get a plant, you get a dog, or you have a baby. I don't need a dog right now. I don't got the space and I don't got money to fit. So plant it is. Plant is the plant it is. And I have two. I have a little aloe vera who I have to dust the cobwebs off of him because it looks like a spider that's trying to inhabit him. But he's thriving. And I have my little tiny time. So stuff like that is fun. Long and way. it helps any um habits that you want to ditch during this time. Oh. We gotta talk about those two. <laughs> Uh, you need to communicate a little bit better. Okay. I feel like my communication has sunk in because I've gotten so used to just like going home and being with myself <laughs> that like I'm Gucci with that. Mm. I don't mind it at all. But I realize that I have to do things like talk to my roommate a little bit more. Hi, Tony. <laughs> and like actually, because <laughs> I'll be, I'll be in my zone. I'll be, hey, hey, how you doing? Go to work back hey work is cool yeah. yeah all right back like back in my room like stuff like that or like really like just um i guess really like taking the time out to really do nothing because mm -hmm. my brain is always racing so but it's kind of hard as you said like being the type to like you know as soon as school as soon as you graduate high school going straight into college right off the bat you know getting into college making sure as soon as you got there you got a job you making dough <laughs> dough before class even starts yeah and from there working intern school working intern school working intern school then you come back corona hits and you still work it's like constant like yeah. bop, bop, bop. and i realized that i have to take the time out to enjoy life mm -hmm. like and because life doesn't last forever yes and this is what corona is teaching me life really does not last forever life can be unpaused your career can be paused school can be paused but you know what while you're able to do it make it the best way you make it the best that you can yeah just yeah but what about you what are your keep ditch um continue moments um i think one that i have to ditch is just trying to like put myself on this like box of what I'm supposed to I'm supposed to be doing this right now I'm supposed to be doing that mm -hmm. you know trying to plan everything out and like it's okay mm -hmm. that I don't have control if, and anything could come and I'll be okay mm -hmm. with it just roll with the punches it's not the end of the world it's just an opportunity mm -hmm. for something new and that's not so mm -hmm. bad um trying to get out of my comfort zone because I'm really the person if I don't know you I'm really like I stick to myself I'm shy a lot of mm -hmm. people don't realize and so I'm trying Amanda my is shy I'm really shy yeah. You don't come up to Amanda. Amanda's like, I don't say Amanda anything. friends because I came up to her. It's true. It was really Every single scary. one of my friends that I have right now, they came up to me first. 
I was a creepazoid, okay? <laughs> so yeah, like, if I want to be, you know, the person I want to be when I grow up, <laughs> quote unquote, I have to learn how to like push out of my comfort zone and like talk to people first. And like, it's okay if they not want to, they might not want to talk to you. It's okay, you keep it pushing. Just like try not to get so embarrassed so quickly. Um, also, what I'm trying to keep, uh, I guess I've liked the way that I'm like, slowing down in the same token so like trying to like keep that peaceful calming type of you know vibe even when the most stressful situations be like it's gonna be okay Amanda like it's like you've been through worse it's gonna you know transpire it's gonna like you know you're gonna get through it so just keeping that in mind because I found that during corona time I thought I was gonna be freaking out oh, we have two minutes left but um, I thought I was gonna be freaking out during this time but uh, it's actually been really a great lesson of like how to like be calm and like it's gonna be okay no matter what you are living breathing healthy so yeah exactly all of those types of things are important live in the moment while our moment is very uncertain at the moment and constant things are loading and loading and loading you just have to realize that yeah your life is still continuing yeah. and you should do things to try to make yourself feel good despite all of the odds because in the end this world is for you to, you know, take advantage of. And your life is for you to live. So that's basically all I have yeah. for right now. We're about to actually get cut off. So I think I don't know what you want to do. We can do one more just talking about visual aids and reminders of how we right. keep in mind. And then that will be the end of that. So all right. we just wanted to finish off this podcast about visual aids that we might have around us and I realized I didn't realize this until like you know this past year that every place that I move to I always have a, like a particular setup so that I'm always seeing my goals around me I'm always seeing what I want mm -hmm. to get my like what I want to get out of life around me so like I have like a little um canvas that says inspire and then I have a little mm -hmm. ball that has the world on it and I'll put it right next to it just like because that's what I want to do I'm inspire the world and then I have like a DJ set that's already out set ready to go if I want to you know use it I have like a piece of my photography you can see it here you know hanging up on the wall mm -hmm. um I have like you know posters that we like made for the women's march I still have them posted on I still I have Beyonce on my wall because you know uh, and I have, you know, I have colorful um, bedding because, you know, you just want to bring life into your room because like, if you're there the whole time, because, you know, it's Corona time, quarantine, so you're probably in your room 80% of the time if you're not working. Just find ways to, like, you know, spruce up your place. You're not, you know, constantly in drag. <laughs> What about you, Nadia? I know that you have plants. So that's one great thing that you can do. Yeah, I have my aloe, which I realized I need to dust them off. It looks like a spider tried to attack them. I'm gonna do that later. But when my room is clean, and, and my room's not even dirty, it's more of I just got something to close. Just clothes. But I'm the type mm -hmm. to, I like really light, airy colors. So I like grays and cream and white. And like accents of black um but yeah. i'm the type to i like light to reflect in the room so like when i first get up i always have my curtains up and i sometimes forget and i'm like oh people could see me naked right now <laughs> not a great oh, idea yeah. <laughs> windows are really good I, 
I be expecting people to be like, hey, you, you right there with the red undies. How you doing? Hey, ma. Like, you right there. Hey, hey, why don't you put on a matching bra? Like, I'm expecting these people. But anyway, I digress. But I'm the type, I love having my windows open. I have a ginormous mirror because I like light to reflect from it. Um, I constantly like my room to smell good. So I'm really yeah. into aromatherapy. Love it, okay? Just my, for my room to smell not like anything, not like shoes, not like hair grease, not like anything. Yeah. Just like to have like one solidified scent. I love it, okay? Um, I do have things on my wall like Amanda. Um, let's see. I have a one of those little, I forgot what they're called. But the little like um grid things that you yeah. just, like put the letters in like mm, like these yeah, little yeah. things so i have a brit fires quote it says don't open your mouth if you ain't speaking good to me period period, <laughs> period. if you ain't got something that's gonna make me some money or make me feel good then don't don't say it don't say it at all you know me speak to yourself <laughs> But I have, let's see, I have Polaroids of me, my friends, and my family. I have constant pictures of me and my family. I have tons of pictures of myself. I have yeah. my record player. Uh, of course, <laughs> Miss Lauren Hill is already <laughs> on it when I need her. Okay. That Our apartment is full of candles, incense, all of that. Like, it's really, it's comfy cozy. And I'm just one of those people where, like, I like to just be able to breathe, okay? Windows open, just breathe. Cause that's what keeps you alive, is being, having the ability to just breathe. And yeah, just doing those simple things, like just open up your window. That's the one thing that you can do today right now. Like open up the Open window. your window. See At that sunlight. Blind, open your blinds. Yeah. Well, at least open your blinds, let air you know let air and sun and light come through your window because that sun you're like a plant you want yes. that sun to kiss you to nurture you to yes. pass through your body okay i legit tell people i'm a plant like if i don't have sun i'm not happy right. everyone is like a plant if you don't water yourself if you don't let yourself go outside if you don't give yourself the proper sunlight, you're not going to be able to thrive. You're going to wilt. Yes. Like a plant. You need to maintain yourself. Yeah. So do the basic necessities and, and you'll get through it. That, yeah, you, and you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money. Trust me. You don't. You really do not have to spend a whole bunch of money. Like, make sure your environment is an environment that is conducive to how you learn. Like, if you're the type that, I used to be the type I needed post-its. Constantly have post-its. Like, yeah. just on my mirror, on my door. I used to be one of those people. Like, throughout college, my whole vanity would be plastered in post-it notes. Whether it be what I had to do, whether it be uh, moments of motivation. When I was really depressed, my mom, she did that for me, and I kept one of them. And it just says, it's on my mirror. It's like two years old, and it says, live, live, live. That's all you have to do is live. That is your goal for today is just to keep yourself alive. That and also, it. I read this somewhere, like, try to implement your love language to yourself. 
it's like mm-hmm. that putting posters around the wall that's words of affirmation tell that to yourself um mm-hmm. active service try to do something like oh clean up everything that's off the wall uh, off your floor that's something that you did for yourself and now you can breathe and you know the next time you come into your room mm-hmm. or like um I don't just you know each word I'm trying to come up with an example for each one but like read each word um, so what's quality language. time quality time like try to you know read a book by yourself you know curled up under a blanket or uh um, physical one? touch like having like those like nice like ar- aromatic like lotions yes like, put that over you your shower body. Mm-hmm. making sure you brush your teeth like be yeah. presentable yeah. for yourself Cindy, <laughs> you're laughing, but this is actually really helpful. Like, these are the small things you have to do right. for yourself. To, like, show love to yourself and like help you get through the tough times. Because if you don't, if you don't love yourself, who will? If everybody exactly. you know is getting you down, you have yourself. And the right, but if people if you that, like that radiates, you know? Yeah, it really does. It radiates. Like, you might be feeling really bad but other people are gonna see it as like you know they'll be like oh you look great today and things like that like those words of affirmation really could cheer you up like yeah. for real and some people they really can sense your energy i was at work one day and this girl she came up to me i had helped her find a nintendo switch or something if you know you know but I had helped her find a Nintendo Switch and she was like, you know, really appreciate it. And I just wanted to tell you that whatever um, issues are arising in your life or whatever pain you're going through is soon going to be resolved. And I was like, I don't even know what pain she's talking about, but so shook. <laughs> like, I was like, what in the, like, what did you get that I didn't get? I want to know. And I want to excuse me, can you tell me more? <laughs> But like, yeah. Sometimes it's like people, and I don't know if she just read energies or whatever. But some people like they just can tell things about you, like, and it's your job to, you know, what do you do after that? And I thought I was carrying myself well. I was like, I didn't feel your switch. Here you go, yeah. sis. But but like things initially- like that, you know. They happen, but other times you'll get like nice affirmations, okay? Yeah, but not so much. What's important is that you start it within yourself, let that energy flow Mm -hmm. through within yourself, and then it can then radiate it outside and it can like be attracted to you once again. So it's just like you know, a positive cycle. You just have to start. No, so I fell in love on girl. Got my lip gloss. (laughs) Yes, ready to go. Anyways, right. stuff like that. But I think that's, that's it. That's all. That is all. All right, ladies and gents. Thank you for continuing to part two of this conversation. Um, once again, we are Sugarly Banter, coming to you live right, from up. our bedrooms. And you can always find us on, you know, the account that you follow us on, obviously to be on the slides as well as um, to let us know what your thoughts are um, about what we've already discussed and what we should do next yes yeah go ahead thank you for hanging out with us through the technical difficulties and i hope this was some help to you all and you continue to share and all that jazz yes and you continue to be the great happiness that you guys are.
Hey y'all, thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Sugar Baby Banter. If you liked what you heard this week and want to join in next time, hit us up on Instagram at Sugar Baby Banter and let us know what you want to talk about next. Go ahead and hit the link in our bio to listen to us on the go. And as always, share our content with your friends so that they too can spice up their lives with the Sugar Babies. Yeah, where my beautiful girls at? Uh, uh, I said, hold up, shorty, where you going? It wasn't really hard to notice the way that dress had that ass poking. It left me unspoken. And girl, you on fire, we can get this thing smoking like a match to a blunt. Let's spark it up, baby, we can have a little fun. Give me the keys, I'ma start it up. Vroom, vroom, hit the gas and we gone. And young James ain't stopping till four in the morning. Get it on, turn the lights off. And when you got a smiling, you know that you hit the right spot. Long hair, cute face, nice eyes, so they got all that slim waist, nice thighs, she all there. I'm talking book smart, I'm talking street smart, cause the dumb ones are dumb fun, but ain't no sweethearts. And I don't stress no mess over females.